Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on an intensive care unit in the first year of my career. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. Hey guys, welcome back to The Nursing Co-op. So on today's episode, I wanted to review a little bit about how I prepped for the NCLEX, just to give you an idea um, for those of you who are about to graduate and and kind of pass that last last hurdle. I actually had to recruit help from my crew to actually remember how I prepped, because I think, honestly, that I just repressed it as soon as I finished. (laughs) It is definitely, it can be an overwhelming test, um, just kind of... I think it's because it's kind of that last thing you have to do to become a nurse that it can be so stressful. But just know that it's it's doable. We all passed and we're all nurses now. It's just that last thing to get through and you can get through it. My crew, by the way, consists of Kelsey, Capri, Leanne, and Hannah. Just want to give a shout out to them because I honestly don't think that I could have made it through nursing school without them. So my advice there is, is find your squad and stick to them, stick together. Anyways, let's dive into some NCLEX prep. Um, first, let's just talk a little bit about the actual test itself. So the NCLEX is a computerized test um, between 75 and I think it's like 265 questions is the max. Um, and you essentially keep taking questions until the computer can determine with 95% certainty that you are above or below the passing standard that's already been set. So the minimum number of questions is 75. So essentially within 75 questions, you can theoretically either fail or pass in that number, um, depending on where you fall. If you think of like, like a little graph, and there's kind of a box in the middle of the graph. And as you take questions, you your little line kind of goes above or below that box. And if you fall too far below the box, the questions stop and you don't pass. And if you can go above it in that time, you'll pass. Um, it can be really confusing to kind of conceptualize, but it's pretty basic at the end of the day. So the at 75 questions, you're either above or below that line, or you're still in the middle of that box. And if you are, the test is going to ask you more questions because it needs more data to determine where you fall. So like I said, you can get up to 265 questions. I know some people have. um, I know some people have gotten somewhere in between 75 and 265. It's not like one extreme or the other. It's just the number of questions that the test needs to make its determination. So I say that because I don't want you to worry too much about passing in 75. That's like a term that you'll see if you look up the NCLEX. There's programs that are like, this program will make you pass in 75 questions. And 
75 questions is the best. And it's not, that's not important. And I don't want you guys to get hung up on passing in 75 questions. And when you get to the test on the test day, I don't want you to feel discouraged if you, if it doesn't shut off in 75. I'm going to tell you honestly that it's terrifying when it shuts off because regardless of where you are, you don't know if you just either did really bad or if you passed. Like, there's no way for you to know until you finish. And I, at least the people that I've talked to, and I know in my experience, when that thing shut down, I had no idea whether I passed or failed because that's just the way that the test is designed. It's very, it's difficult. And so you, you kind of are unsure where you fall until you get your results, you know. So I don't want you to focus too much on passing in 75 questions. It doesn't make you smarter than anyone else. It's not going to make you a better nurse for sure. This is just a hurdle you need to get through. So just don't get hung up on that. So as you get questions right, as you're taking this test, another thing to keep in mind is as you get a question correct, the following questions are typically going to be harder. And if you get questions wrong, the questions will then get easier because the test is kind of adapting to you and figuring out where you're at. So if you start to feel like these questions are impossible, they're really, really hard, sometimes that can mean like, oh, you're doing good. Again, don't focus too much on this, but that's just the way that the test is designed. So I know that when I was taking it, I was like, these questions are impossible. This is so hard. And I felt like I was failing. But really kind of what that meant was that it was asking me harder and harder questions because I had gotten questions right. So just don't panic if it feels like it's getting really hard and don't focus too much on that, okay? And just in general, guys, if you fall into the situation where you don't pass this test on the first try, again, it doesn't mean that you are going to be a like a better nurse or worse nurse. That's not how it works. This test does not determine how good of a nurse you're going to be. This is just one hurdle that you have to get over to determine whether you meet the educational standards, if anything, um, to become a nurse. This does not like qualify you as a good or bad nurse. So don't don't panic if you don't pass the first time. You're going to be okay. You just have to wait. I think it's like 45 days and you take it again. Usually you can work with your employer if you already have a job lined up. They will. I know that where I work, I was worried about this. So I had asked them how it works if you don't pass the first time. And what they told me is in if the manager wants to, they can retract their job offer but they said that never happens usually you either they delay your start time they have you employed as a tech until you pass just so that you can start to get training and you start to get on board and start to do some of the paperwork even if you're not technically a nurse yet they have you go to the in-person meetings but you just don't work with patients yet they'll work with you so don't panic if that happens so on, on the test day you're going to go to a specific testing center. Um, When you sign up for your test, this will be something that you choose. Um, Usually every town has has one, every city. So uh, you go to the testing center and they'll have you put your belongings in a locker. You're going to sign in. They're going to like verify who you are, use your license, stuff like that. Um, And then you're going to go to a room with a bunch of computers. They're going to space you out and they'll provide you with headphones and noise canceling headphones um typically they will 
so to aid you during the test so you don't have to worry about other people but it's honestly really really quiet in there just in general because everyone's focused on their test and you're going to be surrounded by people taking different tests it's not just the NCLEX I think when I was there there were like real estate tests or things like that there's different people taking different tests Um, so the exam will start typically with I think it's a certain number of practice questions just so that you can learn how the testing program works so those ones don't count towards your final score. And then you'll kind of dive into the actual questions. And it'll warn you, you'll do a whole disclaimer um, before you start. So you'll take your questions. It'll stop at 75 or more questions whenever it determines whether you passed or, or did not pass. And afterwards, I think they, they allow you to take these experimental questions if you choose to. I did, because I was done already. So I was curious what the experimental questions were, and usually they are questions that they're thinking about using in future NCLEX, so it's interesting. Um, The ones I took were more like case studies, so I don't know if that's what the newer NCLEX will look like, that you might have like a case and it'll ask you questions about that case. It was pretty interesting, honestly, the format, so. so you can do that if you want to, or you can just be done with the test and not do the experimental questions um, and, and move on from there. So... As I said, I took this test and I left having no idea whether I passed or not. Like I just, you leave, and I heard this from so many people, you leave just, you're just like, I have no idea. I don't know. Like you're not completely confident either way if you passed. So don't panic if you feel that way. That's very normal. Um, And then I think it's, so I highly recommend there's an option to pay for quicker results um, I think you get them within 48 business, 48 hours, so two business days um, if you pay. And it's like eight bucks or something. So just for peace of mind, I, I, I paid for that and I have no regrets doing that. It's eight dollars. Um, and it just it makes it so that you can get your results faster. I, without that, I, I feel like it's like a, a week or something for unofficial results. But either way, I would recommend paying the eight dollars or whatever and having your results there in 48 hours. In that time, guys, I highly recommend that you're not like reviewing material, panicking on a subject that you thought you might have gotten wrong. Don't do those things. Try and do something fun. Try and relax as much as you can. See family. Go to a movie. Like do something that's not NCLEX related to entertain yourself during those two days because you're going to be worried about it. You're going to be constantly checking just wait for the 48 hours and you'll get your results. And I'm going to tell you, you're like, especially for those of you, I know um, I'm speaking to a lot of you that graduated the same program that I did. Um, and in general, your your program's designed to help you pass the NCLEX. That's the goal of nursing school. As you have probably heard a lot of people say, a lot of nursing you learn on the job. When you're there with patients and kind of learning the flow, that's when you learn a lot of nursing But nursing school is often helpful to pass the NCLEX. So they've prepared you. You know how hard your nursing exams were. This is the same thing. It's just a difficult format, and you get four answers that are all correct, and you have to pick the one that's most correct. It's super frustrating, but that's the last kind of big, stupid (laughs) nursing exam you have to get through. And you'll get through it. You will. Even if you have to take it a second time, that's okay. You'll take it, you'll pass it, and you'll become a nurse. Like, don't 
don't panic too much. And I know that's easier said than done because I know I did. I was super anxious about it and that's totally normal too. But just try your best to study, not go crazy, take your test and relax until you get your results because you can't change the outcome by panicking, right? Okay, so that was a little bit about the actual test. That was just really basic. Um, But let's talk about prep. So as I said, I had to reach out to my friends to remember how how I did this. And we were pretty similar. So some of these are things that they reminded me of that I did or that they did. So I just kind of combined it all that I, I think it will be helpful. And we were all very similar. So this is essentially how I prepped as well. So about, I want to say like six to eight weeks out, I saw people around me starting to study. And it made me think that I was already getting behind. And I'm sure some of you can relate. You're going to hear people talking about already taking questions. And I don't know, when I heard that, I was like, oh, no, I need to study now. So I started really light studying, like six to eight weeks out. I don't know. I got like, um, I had an, the Saunders NCLEX book, and I started doing some questions in the back of that. Um, my school, we used the Kaplan program. And so I started taking some random um, questions out of that test bank as well. So really light, like, I don't know, a few questions a day, just to kind of get my mind in that mode. But that was certainly not intensive. Um, keep in mind that in your school will probably help you with this. I know that mine guided us through this, but you'll need to register through the Board of Nursing and wait for your authorization to test before you can schedule your actual NCLEX. So there's like a time lapse between those two things. So what my friend Kelsey mentioned, and I this is essentially what we all did in our minds, so it helps, is she kind of envisioned a date. She thought of a date. So for us, we graduated in the middle of August, first couple weeks of August. And most of us tested the mid to end of September, some in the first week of October. So within that month or so period. So one way to do this is you kind of figure out when your test date's going to be. And if you have a bank of questions, you divide it by the number of days to kind of figure out how many questions a day you need to do to get through your test bank. So what I mean by this, so I, like I said, I started with the Saunders and Clegg's book. I had that one just because I used it in school already. I had the Kaplan test bank, but those were not, that was like a light studying material. That's what those were for me. 99% of my studying was through a program called UWorld. And I, I highly recommend UWorld. I think it helped. And it, that was essentially how I did all of my studying. All of my real studying was through UWorld. And it was very simple. So UWorld offers different packages. You go on their website. I think it's like uworld.com. Click the NCLEX RN uh, program. And they'll have like a 30-day bank. And that one comes with just the bank of questions. They'll have like a 60-day that has the questions. And then a self-assessment, which is kind of like it models the actual NCLEX. So it's a bank of questions. And then there's more from there. But I picked the 60-day because I wanted the self-assessment. And it wasn't that much more. So it was like $159. And it comes with like over 2,000 questions in this test bank. So for me, using that logic that I just talked about, let's just say it was like 2,200 questions or so. And I had essentially like 30 days to study. 
So divided that, so 2,200 questions divided by 30, we'll just say it's about 70, it's like 73.3 or whatever, but about 70 questions a day for 30 days is how I would get through that whole test bank if I wanted to use that logic. Now, the way that I think I formatted it was I took it light initially and then I ramped up in the weeks, in the couple weeks before my test. So I usually went between like 50 and 100 questions a day. If I had a lot of time one day, I could do more and do less another day. And so my goal essentially was to get through that test bank before I took the test. And I did. I got through the entire test bank and I started to retake the questions that I had gotten wrong before I started my actual exam. So it's totally doable and it wasn't insane. I know you're going to go online, I'm sure. If you're anything like me, you're going to go online and look this up and you're going to find all these like super complex programs about like studying, focusing on certain systems for a certain number of weeks or days and it's weeks or months long. Like there, there's some really complex study plans to get through this NCLEX. And if that works for you, great, do it. But I'm going to tell you that for me, it was as simple as having a test bank of questions and taking a certain number of questions a day to get through that bank. And that was it. And then I think like a week before my actual exam, I took the self-assessment just to have an idea of where I was. And it gives you like, I think it gives you like a percentage passing, like with the likelihood that you're going to pass based on your self-assessment score. And that, that was helpful for me. The other thing to keep in mind while you're figuring out your schedule and how you're going to study, if you're doing it like me and you just have a bunch of questions that you take every day and you're trying to get through a bank, plan your life around that. So don't spend, I don't know, 12 hours a day studying. That's ridiculous. I mean, I think for me, it was like a few dedicated hours of taking questions and that was it. And if I had plans on the weekend, I would either try and take more questions during the week or I wouldn't worry about it. And I would just um, not do questions on the weekends or I would be like, you know what, I'm going to do like 75 questions on these days and then I'm going to only do like 25 during my vacation. So what I mean is study, take your time doing this, but make time for yourself, make time for self-care. Remember that you just finished an extremely difficult period of nursing school like you just you got through something um, extremely difficult you should be proud of yourself and you should be celebrating to a certain extent and that goes for before you start studying too I know some people want to just like dive right into studying and study for a longer time but if you can take take some time off before you go insane studying because you've just had to finish your final exams you've had to go through all of the stress to finally graduate celebrate graduating before you dive in. Take some time for yourself. And while you're in that studying block, take some time for yourself too. Don't just bog down studying and go crazy doing it because you're going to burn out. You're going to burn your brain out and you're not going to, it's not going to work the same on test day. You need to have a certain amount of self-care during all of this to get through it. So the only other thing outside of the test bank I did occasionally is there were certain subjects and if you take it in you world I think you can pick it by subject if you want to you can just be like I want to do like mom baby questions only today so you can do it that way you can break it up by system 
And if you do it that way, you might notice like, oh, I, you know, I struggle with the mom baby questions. I got most of those wrong. And even if you take a mixed randomized block of questions, it will give you statistics on this on the different systems. As far as I can remember, I think that's how it worked. Um, And so if there's an area that you're really struggling with, so I say mom baby, because for me, anything infant, mom baby, labor and delivery, I was, I just threw that stuff out of my brain. As soon as I got through it, that was not my thing. So I always struggled with those questions because I could never remember like the dates that you get vaccinations and the stages of development, all that stuff. So if there's an area like that that you're really struggling with, you can kind of have a day where you just kind of do a little bit of research on that area to prep and and work on getting those questions, right? So as I'm saying this, like for 99% of my studying was just taking these questions. And I mean that, like, I don't mean that I took the questions and then did research on all the ones I did wrong. That's not the case. Um, I will say the nice thing about UWorld is you take your block of questions and then you can go through um, which ones you got wrong and they'll give you rationale and logic behind the right answer and areas that you can look up, things like that. And that is totally helpful. And that's another reason why so many of us like G-World, the rationalizations behind the right answers were actually helpful. There are some programs that just that don't give you any information. They're just like, this is the right answer because it's the right answer is essentially their response. UWorld gives you logic and tells you why it's the right answer. So just by reviewing your the questions that you just did, that was my studying. So keep that in mind. But if you want to, outside of that, you can do some research on a specific area if it's something you're struggling with. And the way that I did this, if I did it at all, I only did it a couple times, was I used the Saunders and Clex book because I thought the chapters, the way that it was broken up was helpful in reviewing information. So that is all I did outside of this question bank is occasionally I did a little bit of research. But so at the end of the day, I highly recommend UWorld to study for the NCLEX and not going too crazy outside of that. Everyone has their own preference. You're going to figure out what works for you. But that was enough to prepare me to pass the NCLEX. And I passed it, I did pass it on the first try. Um, and I, I honestly think you will too. You're, you're going to be fine. You just need to figure out a plan that works and take a certain amount of questions a day, plan for a time where you can do a self-assessment if you want. Um, I know that Kaplan, if your school had you get that too, there are some uh, practice tests on there too. You can take those if you like. So you're going to have, you have some options. But I recommend UWorld and I recommend not going totally insane trying to prep for this because you need to have a life outside of this too. So don't get too bogged down reading about these like eight-week study plans that go by system by system and taking all these elaborate notes on areas. I would recommend just doing question banks. I think it's all you're going to need to get you through. Okay, so as always, I know that that probably was a lot of information And I'm going to guess this is a complex area. I remember having a ton of questions, and I'm sure you have a ton of questions. So I think what we can do, we can kind of plan to do what we did with the Night Shift series. So this is kind of a general episode about NCLEX prep. And I want to hear from you guys what questions that you have still after listening to this episode about the NCLEX. I'm going to pose it on Instagram as well and do the same thing where you guys can write in 
questions. And if I'm getting enough questions that weren't answered in this video, or this podcast, I should say, um, I will hold another, I'll record another episode that's just an NCLEX Q&A, and I'll answer all of your questions on there. So if you guys have questions, please don't hesitate to ask me. I'm happy to, even if I don't record an NCLEX Q&A, if I don't get enough extra questions, I will answer your question specifically. Okay, so please feel free to do that. And just remember, guys, this is just the last big hurdle to get through to become a nurse. And you will. Don't kill yourself doing this or you're going to fry your brain. You've already worked incredibly hard. And this is just the last obstacle you have to get through. And you've got this. You're, you're going to become a nurse and you're going to be a fantastic nurse. So just don't panic. I hope that you guys have an awesome week. I hope some of you are celebrating. If you are graduating, congratulations. I'm so proud. I've said this in the last few episodes, but it's such a huge accomplishment. And I know that you guys are going to be great. Um, so I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at the nursing co-op so I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.